You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 58 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. Gorak. Uh, this episode is brought to you from the Vivid Seat Studios. Uh, I just used them the other day. Uh, sporting event, I'm sure. No, nope, big, big nope. game coming up. Abs- Detroit at home. No, 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 no. Not, not a sporting event. Not, not really for me either. Um, it is at a at a sporting event center. I'm going to the XL Center. Okay, hockey, to- wild game. No, no, no. Not, not a wild game. Not for me. I uh, got Taylor, a my, my girlfriend, couple tickets to uh, Disney on Ice. Solid. Got- Got really nice seats. Section 103, center ice, sixth row. Seats one and two. They got, they got everything on Vivid Seats. And, and, and it was a great deal. Loved it. Uh, it's a surprise. Hopefully she doesn't listen. I don't think she, she, she normally does. I, I don't think she ever does. Nobody listens. You know, you know, no females are listening for sure. You know. Well, we don't know that. Your, your girlfriend, Jessica? She might have listened to one episode ever. Oh, okay. She doesn't just pop it on to hear your voice? No, definitely not. Definitely <laughs> not. I think I think Sarah listens because Cam makes her while they drive. Oh, that is fantastic! So that's a solid job by Cam. You know, oh, quality that's a, guy. That's a good move. That's a good move. Uh, uh, but Vivid Seats use promo code Overtime. You didn't get to because you're not a first time user. But I am for your not. First purchase gets you up to hundred dollars off, depending on how much you spend. Yep, five percent. Yeah, promo code Overtime. Give it a whirl. Hopefully, you know. You can also get tickets to Disney on Ice or whatever the hell you're doing. Hopefully Disney on Ice is a winner. <laughs> Hopefully I bought a winner. Uh, but with that, we'll jump into the uh, the Vikings. The moral victory? It, it was it was a Vikings last 37-31. Is that 37-30. 37-30. Our boy oh, Bailey. Yeah, yep, that's right. That, that last field goal. I don't know if I'd call it a moral victory, but it, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Like, it was it, like. I don't know. I went in thinking we're going to lose. It's prime time on the road, Seahawks. Which is weird. Like I sent you that text. I'm like, I'm like half nervous, half eerily confident. And I wasn't going to let myself do that. Like all year, I'm like, that is a loss. <laughs> that is a loss. That is a loss. Like I'm not going to trick myself into being like, okay, what think we can pull this out somehow. Then we scored that first touchdown. And I was like... <sighs> It's too easy. Yep. <laughs> it's too easy. And and then at halftime you go you're up you're up 17 10. I didn't feel super confident. I did really like our two minute drill. Little uh, dink and dunk. Uh, we did a screen and we got the field goal at the end. I was like, okay, that was very well done. Okay, feel pretty good. Still was like we're probably gonna lose. It's either it's on the road. It's Monday night football. It's Russell Wilson. He's never I, lost to us. I, I went from like fifty percent early confident to like seventy <laughs> percent. I was like these fucking boys. Typical, like, I, like, typical Viking fan. Yeah. Well, well I even sent Nick, Nick a text. I go, man, tonight just feels different. I don't know what it is. It just feels different. <laughs> um, it wasn't. And then it the third quarter different. happened. Yeah. And then things started to uh, unravel. And that's when it was like, great. I expected a loss, but we're going to embarrass ourselves again on Monday Night Football. On primetime. We're going to lose, you know, 38 to whatever. What do we have? 17. 17 like, but then Kirk made the little comeback. Yeah, Captain Kirk. He just doesn't give up. Week before, comes back from 20. We're down 17 in the fourth, and we cut it to what should have been three. Yeah, it was 34. And had the ball back. 34-30. Yeah. Dan Bailey misses, misses the extra point. And it's like, at least you fought back. A lot of Viking teams, I feel like, just just collapse. Yeah, they're, they're, this team's got a lot of fight to it. I mean, 20-0 tw- the, uh, the other week to Denver. How many times do the Vikings just... 
Roll over. Well, how many times does any team? Zero in the last 99. So apparently nobody. Um, So they fight back there, and then, I don't know, Pete Carroll did something at halftime to kick the Seahawks into gear. I don't know what what happened. You know, it was kind of like you get the strip on Cook where he gets hurt, and it's already in their territory. I mean, they did go, I think, was that the first drive we had the ball? And we must have just went three and out or something. I think so. Because they went right down the field and scored then. And then they got the fumble, got a field goal. All of a sudden, it's, I think, 20 to 17. 20 to 17. And then the interception, which, like, a lot of people saying pass interference. Diggs maybe catch the ball. I don't know. Like, Diggs had kind of a weird game. Yeah. And then they get the pick. And then it's just all, it all just seems to be falling apart. So, I don't know. I don't know what if. Then the crowd gets into it. And just it just all feels real bad. But then you hit, you know, our boy Treadwell. Oh man, that's the thing with the, these both these comebacks. It's like you had in both of them, you had a big play that basically let you score. In it didn't take a long time. You had the digs one in the Denver game, and then this one like it lets you come back from like a seventeen points because you scored in a minute. Yep, you know? exactly. You, you get your defense right back on the field. Yeah, and it's up to them at that point again. Because like usually as a defense, you're like okay, we're up three possessions and they have a one quarter left. We're just going to let them rack up yards, but it's going to take them all day. That's what Zimmer always does. Yep. And, you know, if you can somehow get a big play, all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, now we're only down 10. And it doesn't always have to be a touchdown, but if you can get just a big chunk of yards, yeah, you know. Like quickly. A, yeah. I like how we immediately turn on the no huddle, too. And the, and the not even just no huddle, but the fast pace. Like, we're hiking the ball with 15, 20 seconds. Like, I see a lot of teams where they're just like, okay, we'll just, you know, slow and steady. We'll come back. We, we seem in the Denver game in this game. Almost like it was to not even to score fast, but to, like, spark the offense, you know? Yep. not that I don't know. I thought the offense played pretty well throughout the whole game, besides the fumble and the interception. Yep, and the interception, I, that it's just that it was a bad time for uh, Kirk to throw his uh, first interception in, what, six yeah. Six weeks? Since the weeks. last time Diggs knocked one up in the air. Yeah. Because it wasn't. The, it was against it wasn't, the Eagles. And it was that Eagles was game, week yeah. six? It feels like forever ago. It was October. I was in uh, Austin, Texas. It was like October 13th or something. Yeah. Two so, months ago. Yeah. Almost two months ago. It, and it really wasn't his fault. No. I, it, it goes either way. I mean. Like, that shouldn't have been picked. It should have just been an incomplete pass. Yeah. You got a bad balance. I mean, Wilson also got screwed on one. Tipped by Armin Watts, and then he batted it to our guy, which yep. was hilarious. He yep. didn't even bat it down. He literally like served it up like a volleyball. Yeah. It's like, I know they teach you to bat it down, but you didn't do that at all. You you just like threw it into the secondary, man. That was it was amazing. That's when I thought a little confident. Because it's like, we. I was just saying to Ben, our defense, while ranked pretty good, and I don't even know if they're ranked that good anymore for that game, but they think they came off the field and they said we're the best third down defense in the league. And I was just like, that seems so weird because I think our defense has taken a pretty big step back, and we never make big plays. Yeah. We never get strip sacks, which I don't understand. We have the two ends with the most pressures, but they can't cause a fumble to save their lives. Yeah. Our corners rarely get interceptions. The only guy who makes plays is Anthony Harris, and then he made that play, and I was like, okay, defensive touchdown, that's rare for us. It doesn't happen. Maybe we can win this game, but then I think they responded pretty quickly. They got 10, I think is what it was, but I don't know. I don't hate that game. It I, it it was it, it went better. I mean, like you said, going all season, it's a loss, and in the back of my mind, I'm going, it's going to be a bad loss too. You know, that's what I wanted to avoid. Like like last year's was kind of close actually, but it was so ugly, and it's what got Filippo fired. It was just 
it was horrible to watch. That's when I think we watched it together. Yep. We did a podcast immediately afterwards. And it was just an embarrassment of Monday Night Football. And then I think a few weeks later, didn't we play – wasn't the Cow- or the Bears game on Sunday night? Yeah. Or at least it was an afternoon game or something. All I know is we embarrassed ourselves on national TV. It, it was either a Thursday night or a Sunday night. Well, the Week 17 Bears game. That wasn't oh, that. Oh, yeah. That was Because uh, we were o'clock. walking around and it was dark out after yeah, the game. I th- I, yeah. Either way – I kind of just wanted to avoid that for this game. And we almost, at, like, in the third quarter, it's like, we're doing it again. We're fumbling the ball. We're throwing interceptions. And then Treadwell saved the day, you know? It's all him. Yeah. Didn't need anyone else. All you need is Treadwell. I like how he just catches that ball and then runs with it in one hand. It's like, Treadwell, come on. At least, no one's near you, but carry the ball like a normal person. What are you doing? What are you, LaShawn McCoy out there? <laughs> um. So, yeah, like you said, it's, we didn't win. And I texted you before the game. I feel like if we beat them, we're a real top contender that could get a bye. And if we lose to them, we're going to be fighting for a playoff spot. Wild I, card, yeah. We're kind of fighting for a playoff spot now. Especially the Rams are game back. Yeah, see, that, that leaves a bad taste in your mouth with that loss, too. Yeah. It's like, oh, we, we control this so well, and all of a sudden, bam. Like, you Rams. can easily, it's just like last year. It was like, God, all we got to do is win a couple more games, and we're good. Like, and then we didn't. You know, and it's like, oh, wait, this could be stolen pretty quickly, you know. Well, and then could you imagine if we lost to the Broncos the other week? That, see, All that's, of a sudden you're 7-5. and five That's and the bigger the one because we went into this four-week stretch saying you're going to probably lose two times. Or you That's the most you can lose is yeah, twice. Oh, yeah, most you can lose. Four games, you got to beat Denver because it's home and they suck. And then you need to beat one of the Chiefs or the Cowboys. Yep. And Chiefs was only because Matt Moore was there. Yeah. So we took we kind of did what we thought we would over those last four games, but yeah, that the Bronco comeback is huge because of this. You knew you were going to lose the Seahawks. Yeah, and you also have the Bears sticking around. They're only two games out. Yeah, six and six. I they mean, play the Cowboys this week, so hopefully they just lose got, Thursday night. They play them tomorrow. Oh yeah. So just lose, be done with them. If the Rams lose, it's pretty tough for them to catch us, but it's all possible. I mean, you have four games left. Three of them are home, and the away game is the Chargers. Three home division. Yeah. Games. Like, if you don't make the playoffs, you don't deserve to make the playoffs. I mean, Detroit this week is starting some guy named Blah, I think his name is. Yeah, he played Thursday. And or Kyle Sloter, which would be hilarious if he came back and beat us. Not hilarious, horrible. But the. It's probably like going to be that other I, guy, the, right? Uh, yeah, but the irony yeah, like you, would just it, be... It'd be so funny. Like It's just like, oh, that sounds like Vikings. Oh. Could you imagine Vikings Twitter if Kyle Slaughter beat us? And like outplayed Kirk. Oh, <laughs> man. The that would be outrage. Like, I think everyone's phone would literally It would blow be like up. comparisons of how much each of them make. Oh. Like vin- minimum $84 million. Oh, oh, geez. Fresh off the practice squad, Kyle Slaughter outdoes Kirk Cousin. <laughs> what are you doing, Vikings? But I guess you're playing a third-string quarterback at home, and these it's a bad team. Detroit's a bad team. They don't have Kerryon Johnson. TJ Hawkinson just went on IR. I mean, you we got a feast out of teams. Just like this. beat them. You're nine and four. It's very difficult to f- screw up nine and four. I mean, last year we went eight, seven, and one, and all we had to do was win one more game and we'd have made the playoffs. Yeah, nine, six, and one. We would have made it, playoffs. yeah, which is ridiculous. Like we're one win away from nine right now. But yeah. I don't know. This the NFC is so like top heavy. There's no like middle ground. It's the middle ground is the Bears and the Rams. Yeah, it's literally the Bears <laughs> and the Rams. That's the middle ground. 
I don't know how the hell the Bears are there. They're terrible too. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, well, they beat they beat the, they they got to feast on David Blaw, and they didn't even do that well. They almost That's lost. That's true. That's true. They had to uh, what score in the final four minutes? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. yeah. Kenny Galladay scores thirty points for me in fantasy with David Blaw. <laughs> Is that really his name? Yeah, I think it's Blaw. David Blaw. All right. Okay. Um, anyways, should we? Dive Blah. deeper into this Seattle <laughs> Viking game and talk about our Teddies and Troys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, should we take a break here real quick? Yeah, let's pop a break in right here. Finding the right pros for home projects can be tough and spark a lot of questions like, how do I find a pro who can help? Will they do a good job? Will I get a fair price? That's where Home Advisor can help. From leaky faucets to major remodels, Home Advisor connects you to the right pro for the job in seconds and even helps you get a fair price. Read reviews, check project cost guides, and book appointments. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free HomeAdvisor app to start your next project. All right, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, you know what uh, Shesho told me? Uh, we're, we're advertising, um, oh, who was it? Was it that Adam and Eve? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. I, yeah. I knew that because I listened to the podcast, make sure the ads are in the right place. Um, I hadn't listened to last week's episode. I usually listen to most of them. And I'm hoping that annoying crackling noise is gone, but we'll see. Yeah, you know, we... Uh, I got new cords, but didn't bring them. Uh, but but the laptop is now kind of like away from our yeah, recorder, sus- so... We, we suspect the laptop had something to do with it. Yeah, we're unsure. So, so we're going to try this. Uh, or maybe it's the Vivid Seat Studios. I don't know. Maybe uh, we have to move... Maybe the, we have to insulate. Yeah, we're going to move <laughs> the Vivid Seat Studios to another location. Yeah, we should, we should find a place in, like, Chaska. I think that'd be a good spot. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in a couple months we'll find a good spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my first Teddy, I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. I was going to say Kirk Cousins as well. Uh, I thought he played really well. Yeah, they're, they're, on Monday Night Football, on so primetime game yep. against a winning opponent. On the road. On the road. And he played very well. Yeah, I, was, I wouldn't say one of his best games, but I feel like out of everyone, he played pretty damn good. I think he was probably our best, by far our best offensive player. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, the interception I put more on Diggs and sort of just dumb luck. Like, it happened to get popped up in the air instead of just, like, through Diggs' hands. Or, you know, it wasn't like he misread a coverage and just threw it right to a DB or something, you know? Yeah. So I don't really fault him for that. Uh, he was down 17 points. We had a nice little pump fake get to get Treadwell wide open. The drive to score with Rudolph. Yep, the I mean, uh, o- opening drive yeah. uh, to the little screen. The ham. To, uh, to ham. Yeah, he turned around. Defenders right in. It wasn't even really a screen. It was like a bootleg. Yeah. And the defender just completely just said, screw it. I'm going right for Kirk. He turns around. He's right in his face. Old Kirk. I feel like old Kirk panics. Oh, definitely. You know, just falls down or like throws it into the he's dirt. He's so confident in this offense. Like, yeah. it, it's it's crazy how like this year's Kirk is light years away from last year. Yeah, it you know, does we, seem. We, he's, and even just like. The Bears game, where he just seems so skittish behind the line. Like, he trusts his line. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he, he knows where people call. are going to be. Like, he knew Ham was going to be there. I don't even know if he had time to see him. Just flipped it over to him. No, he's at least going to be in that area, yeah. and it's not going to be intentional grounding. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be. It's not you know, a negative you know, play. smart enough to know, you know, the defender's not going to be there. He's charging at me. So, yeah, what Ham got, like, 40 yards, 45 yards on that. I don't even know what it was, but it was pretty damn good. And then they called the, uh, the little end around of digs. Jet sweep? Was that, yeah, that's what yep. really, uh, jet sweep just. Cuts all the way to the end zone. And thing. we said it all year. Well, well, Thielen was healthy. You got to run those plays to Diggs. And we did. <laughs> we did. Loved Pete it. Diggs <laughs> it's funny. I think it's funny thinking back to all the Diggs drama that after the after the Bears game. Yeah, because like now it's 
he's having a great year. And if anything, he's had some pretty bad screw-ups. Like, he had a couple... Did he have two drops this game? Just one? He had one bad drop. And then he had the one where I would I would argue that catch that ball, don't tip it up in the air. But I don't know. He just he seems uneven. He has these huge, great plays, and then he fumbles against the Redskins. The, the consistency. And I don't know if it's like because he's trying too hard because we all know the talent's there. And last year he what, was second in the league in drop percentage right behind DeAndre Hopkins yeah, who didn't drop a pass. And Diggs dropped like one. Yeah. I almost think it's like he's so – I don't know, like passionate and like he's so his emotions are always so high. Like he said, like trying too hard. Like he wants to win so bad that maybe he is like overthinking or over. And Zimmer know. has said that before. Like uh, somebody didn't somebody talk about like him lashing out on the sidelines. He's like, well, you know, he he just he wants to win. Yeah, he wants to win every time he gets on mm-hmm. the field. Well, so, it's like Diggs in the first half of the Bronco game was like, okay, this is good. this could get ugly. Like he's clearly getting frustrated, clearly getting pissed, and then when he got the bomb. He like took over the whole stadium, and they were just putting the camera on him because he was just jack- getting everyone jacked up. Like I love gotta, me like, a diva wide receiver. You got to ride that roller coaster. Oh yeah, oh, I love it. I mean, the, when 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 he's good, he's really good. Like, yeah, top five, arguably. Top and like time. his emotions are helpful, and they're like, it's it's someone that does look when you're down seventeen zero or not seventeen zero, but down seventeen in the fourth quarter. It's like he's not giving up. Yep, which. I feel like there's other players that would be like, oh, it's over, like, and kind of just half-ass the last quarter. And when he, he gets mad that he's not getting the football, it's like, yeah. oh, that 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 pass got knocked down. It's like, well, why didn't you throw it to me? Yeah, I was I, open. Yeah, I, w- I would have caught it. Um, <laughs> but back to Kirk, um, yeah, I don't know. I think he he didn't – you know, it wasn't a Philly game or – who did he just play where he just played awesome? Well, the comeback against Denver was really good. It was uh, – but it was – I thought a really good performance. He just – and he damn near let a comeback. Now, the, what do you think of the last – so the last drive, we throw the pass to Rudolph, which works perfectly. He gets like 20 yards. And then I don't remember what happened on first and second down, but third down comes. He tries the slant to Treadwell. And if you watch it, Treadwell's open. Now, I've seen Treadwell drop slants before, namely in the Green Bay game last year. Which Never heard for it. An interception. Never seen but, it. Assuming Treadwell catches that ball. I mean, he's wide open. It's a great read. He throws it, and the dude tips it. Gets tipped to the line, which seemed like last year Cousins had a bigger problem with that. Remember that was like a recurring problem? But I guess when you throw the ball 50 times a game, you're going to have more tip passes. And everyone's just saying, put your hands up. He's in shotgun. Yeah, he's in shotgun. He's not, And they're not you know, motioning him out or doing bootlegs or anything. So, yeah, if you're going to drop back 50 times a game, you're going to have a lot of bad passes. But And then on fourth down, a lot of people didn't like the play call. I don't know. Didn't like the fact that, I don't know, it seemed like people were kind of just hindsighting it. Like, I don't know, that was kind of dumb. But if you look at the pre-snap, it's, you got man across the board, it looked like, and it's it's Irv Smith against some cornerback or whatever he is. And the corner's playing, like, inside leverage. So if you look, it's like, hey, Irv's running an out route. He should get open. So, like, Kirk hikes it and looks like he just locks right in on him. And Irv didn't get open. Yeah. And I don't know what you do about that. Like, Well, that's the thing. You've got... You've got a tight end on a cornerback, a rookie tight end. That, yeah, probably that, hasn't probably told him that he was you know doing an out route. And corners are quicker. It's like, oh, you can tell he's doing an out route. I'm going to break outside and I'm going to sniff this out. And that's exactly what he did. It, yeah, it seemed to me like almost the corner kind of baited it. Like I'm going to do inside leverage, but I'm going to jump the out. Or like maybe Irv didn't you know body him a little bit off. You know, if he just get a little push off. It's like he didn't kind of do the veteran like Rudolph run into the corner and then. 
you know, kind yep. of peel off of them and use. Don't, don't extend, just yep. like, again. But you're definitely pushing them a little bit, yeah. you know. And it, Irv just kind of ran his route and got blanketed out. Maybe Kurt should have saw it and kind of go to a second option. A lot of people said maybe Madison, but he would have had to fight for the yardage. But and if he and if they and if he throws to Matt, if he oh, throws a check down on fourth down and he doesn't get it, can you imagine what people are saying oh, yeah. then? They would be checking it down on fourth down. It ain't four yards. Why are you checking it down? To our backup running back. What are you thinking? <laughs> so I, I just classic Kirk. You almost had like the ultimate Kirk moment. Because, of course, after the game, 0-8 oh, on primetime or on Monday night, worst ever, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's got the whole primetime thing. We have the whole – I think we – Wilson's never lost to the Vikings. Just all these things, you know. If he could have led a third touchdown drive, it would have – A, definitely in all the MVP talks. I mean, if you do that on primetime. And then, B, just the whole stigma he has with, like, if you beat Russell Wilson, who's like yeah. the MVP front runner behind uh, Lamar. I mean, him and Lamar, yeah, it depends on who you talk to. And to be down seventeen in the fourth after last week's twenty point comeback, and you throw if he would have thrown the third touchdown, three touchdowns in the fourth quarter to win the game on the road on Monday Night Football against the Seahawks, against Russell Wilson, you know, like it would have been like a huge moment, but like uh, didn't you, work out. Yeah, the the what could have been. Yeah, like that's. I was like, literally, like, God, this this could be his. Like, just get I mean, the whole monkey off your back, the you whole primetime thing. Get rid of it. All the, this. The last two games, like against Cortland, or uh, the Broncos and the Seahawks, winning those, coming from behind, it going into been, the stretch run. Yeah, it like, would have been huge. And if you're br- nine and three, like, bring it on Green Bay at that yeah. point. It's like let's go because that's a Monday night game. Yeah. So if Kirk's gonna break the streak. It's got to be at, or home against Green Bay Monday night. Oh, so and we've got a Sunday night game in two weeks against the Chargers. No, nope, they flexed it. Oh, did they? Yeah, it's Bills Steelers now. So we are a three o'clock game, which is cool because we're never three o'clock really. No, nope. what's our last three o'clock game? Uh, Patriots last year was the Chiefs Bear, Bears game this this year. Wasn't we were that a three o'clock? Wasn't that a three o'clock game? I don't remember. That's a weird to be three o'clock. I think I think there was a three o'clock game this year. Though. I think it was the Bears because they were two and one. At, or I mean, at the beginning of the year, it's, it's just like, weird oh, for that, two central teams to be th- at three o'clock. You know? America's game of the week. Oh, is that what it was? I think it was. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, at least that one's not in primetime now. The Charger game. Yeah. Not that I, I mean, Kirk Cousins already won two primetime games this year, but not Monday night. Yeah. Oh, and eight on Monday night football. Uh, you have a Teddy. Teddy. Um, let's go Anthony Harris. Interception making plays. Yeah, I mean, the guy, I always say that's like probably the easiest position on our defense, but he also has a real big knack to make plays, to cause fumbles, to jump on fumbles, to beat the right spot at the right time. Yeah, he's uh, he kind of does what, like, true. He does. He's doing the things that Harrison Smith used to do, where, like, when we do need a play, he makes a play. seems to be Anthony Harris. It, before he, it seemed to always be Harrison yeah. Smith. Who makes more plays than Harris? I mean, Kendricks this year has been pretty good, but he hasn't made like interceptions and forced fumbles and stuff. Yeah. He's just been making a lot of defense passes. Who's forcing turnovers besides Anthony Harris? Nobody, because oh. we don't force turnovers. I mean, the occasional random fumble maybe, but like... A random interception? Yeah, it just seems like when you need a big play, it's Anthony Harris coming up with it. I mean, last week, Sandejo had a pick, but... Whatever. You know, yeah, whatever. <laughs> As you could tell, we're not... Huge on he played like what did I see like fourteen snaps or something like that this week. Mostly special teams, I assume. I didn't see. I think it was yeah. A couple maybe on defense, but Harris, a free agent at the end of the year. I don't know. 
I, I think you kind of want him back. Yeah. I we'll mean, get to my Troys, but it's, you know, a lot of people on defense are looking pretty washed up at this point. You know, it's looking like... Oh, I, I'm more kind of excited just to rip on a couple guys here <laughs> real quick. Yeah. So, we'll you know, we'll get through these teddies. Uh, I'm going to do another guy in the secondary that I wouldn't say he particularly had a great game or anything, but I feel like he's constantly rated Trey Waynes. Trey All Wayne. you see is Rhodes getting roasted. Mike Hughes getting roasted. Everyone else, Trey Wayne shows up. Not they don't. He doesn't get beat, and he always makes plays in the run game. So I don't know. Yep. Just thought I'd throw a little, Tra- little, little love to little uh, love to Trey Wayne because yep. he was just ripped on for years as like the the weak link of our defense, and he's one of the few strengths, and also a free agent coming up. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's great. Two two of our uh, kind of more consistent guys in the back end of the defense may not be around next year. Yep. Um, which is a problem. Huge Three problem. of them, actually, because I would say Max very consistent, too. That's and he's true. also a free agent. I mean, Rhodes looks like he's washed up, and we'll get to him. But then Hughes comes in, and he just doesn't look ready. I don't know if he, he – he's got a Nickelback's body, I feel like. Yeah. Like, well, he, when, when Rhodes got, you know, of course, and again, we'll get to it, Rhodes gets hurt again and then comes back, you know, three plays later like it didn't happen. But Hughes came in for that one play, and they just run a right slant him. against him. And it's like – wasn't that he against? Just, wasn't that DK Metcalf? Yeah, and it looked oh. like a kid. It looked like Josh Robinson again playing against Jeffrey. And it's like Hughes isn't that small, but he just looked small. Yeah, maybe it's just like the way he just gave it up so easily. It's like get in there and do something. But I mean, he, he's five ten, Metcalf. I mean, yeah. if you're a consistent li- listener, like you know what how we felt about Metcalf coming in. Like he's six foot four, two hundred thirty five yeah, pounds, pure muscle. Two, what was it, 1% body yeah, fat? An unrealistic number. Yep. Like, literally, Scientifically it's not, not supposed to happen. It, it's unhealthy. Yeah. It's more, it's, yeah. And, it's just, and then you got 5'10, 180 pound yeah. Mike Hughes. And it just looked like he had no shot out there. And he looked like he had no shot against the Cowboys. And it's only his, this is his second year, right? Yep. And his first year was lost for ACL. Like, I'm not giving up on the guy. And cornerback is like one of the, it's the second hardest position. Well, just look at Rhodes and, and Waynes and Cedric Griffin. And those guys were all ripped on for years. Rhodes was holding too much. Waynes, until what? Last year was basically like, what a waste of a pick. Cedric oh. Griffin, people thought he was completely garbage until like his fourth year. Seems like it takes a while. Yep. Besides, well, even Mac Alexander. Yeah, Mac, it was his third year. It was last year. Yeah. The second half of last year, it was like, everyone else, this guy sucks, you know? And then all of a sudden, it was like, hey, did you look up? PFF says he's the best nickelback last eight games. And yeah, he actually has been really well. Yeah. You know, it's, so, but he's but, been barred by injuries. Yeah, year. he's kind of been, yeah, tough. But anyways, Trey Waynes, the guy's consistently very good. Oh. I don't know. He's not a shutdown corner. He seems like a different style. And maybe he's never gotten the opportunity. He still doesn't look like a shutdown to me. But, I don't know. He's definitely very good. Saying Trey Waynes is better than Rhodes is no longer a hot take. It would be I, I, ridiculous. I, mean, I loved the days of me saying Waynes is better than Rhodes. And it's I was like, nope, you're dumb. far Rhodes has fallen. But uh, do you have another Teddy from that game? Um, I'm actually going to give one randomly to uh, J. Ron Curse. Okay. Well, that he played pretty well on, on – just – didn't didn't get roasted like he I, made he made plays in the run game. I almost um, felt like he should have played more because of the they kept doing the big. Like if you're gonna bring a nickel back in, I felt like it should have been him a lot because he's so, so big doing and the physical. Six offensive yeah, line. with the six offensive linemen they're doing all game, and you know you obviously want three linebackers, but if you did ever go nickel, it seemed like they were just running all game. And it's like yeah, mix in your big big nickel in there a lot maybe. But oh, oh by the way, another free agent. Oh uh, yes, yes, Harris. Mac, Wayne's curse. 
And then we wonder why Zimmer drafted a corner two years ago. Like, In the know. first round. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Let's just hope Hughes turns it around. Um, J-Ron, though, that's two good games in a row. After he was a little salty that he uh, got basically Bench. benched for Sendejo, who he picked up off the street. Yeah. Um, I'd be pretty salty, too. Yeah, Sin- I don't, something about Sandejo just rubs me the wrong way. I, I think it's because he's not has. that good. Yeah. Well, for years, he would just run up and never rap, and he would just go for the missile shot and miss. And then he finally, like, toned it down a little bit, and then he left. Like, it was like, oh. And then Anthony Harris, well, Anthony Harris basically yeah. shot. And then Harris was like, Harris is like clearly better. better. And it yeah. was like, oh, so wait, this average dude. It was always that, like, I, I like that Anthony Harris. He seems pretty good. He seems to make plays. I don't know. And, then, and all of a sudden he gets his chance and he never looks back. It's like, ah, yeah. I always liked you. Get out of here, Sandejo. It was the number, tackling. it was 41 in the dreads. That's the connection that there. Helps. <laughs> Catching that Wilson volley right to him. Oh. Runs it in. Beautiful thing. Uh, my last <laughs> Teddy, Kevin Stefanski. <clears throat> I'm going to keep saying him. The guy is... Give the man some credit. <laughs> I mean, he's Carolina head coaching job. Is he taking it? It's Carolina. There's, they fired Ron Rivera. There's Atlanta. What if, what if Dallas fires Garrett? I just can't imagine he doesn't get a job somewhere. Which sucks, but don't worry. Our boy Pat Schirmer is going to get fired for sure. Oh, yeah. Bring him home, and no one will ever hire him again. Once you fail twice as a head coach... And especially an older head coach. Yeah, like he's proven, like Norv... He's an offensive coordinator. Like, you've got your shot as a head coach. You're terrible at it. But you're a great OC. So hopefully if we do lose Stefanski, who at this point today, would you fire Zimmer and keep Stefanski? I, I, no, I can't, I can't do that to, my, to, to our guy. I mean, I, I love Stefanski, but, like, what you if he's know. not a good head coach? What if he is just right. an you don't know that you know that Zimmer is a very good head coach, but you also know he's... if you told obviously if you told me Kevin Stefanski is Kyle Shanahan and obviously oh, see that's a great and example. obviously if I can have Stefanski potentially for the next fifteen years over Mike Zimmer for another five yeah I mean he's like seven what is he sixty something. He's older than you think because he actually doesn't look that old. Zimmer. Yeah, I think he's one like of the 68. older coaches. Yeah, so, so I but mean, it's a great example of Kyle Shanahan because looking back, if you're the Falcons, you fire Dan Quinn in a second to keep Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, and and you just went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, like you're if so you, nobody wants to fire Dan Quinn, but you just let like a, a freaking savant leave the building because you had a you know and I get it your guy just went to the Super Bowl but. Maybe it was because the offense was so good. I don't know. Yeah, I tr- Do you right now trust our offense more than our defense? Absolutely. I mean, I would even say that even before this week. Like, all season, all I feel s- like. All season, the office. After you got past, you know, with the, the slow start kind of. Well, I, you say slow start, but we blew out the Falcons week one. Week two, Packers was a bit of a debacle, but we came back. I don't know. Basically, after, like, the Bears game, it's been just fantastic offense. So, I'd fire Zimmer and keep Stefanski. I know you would. I know you would. I'm going to root for Stefanski wherever he goes. Yeah, you gotta. The analytics department in Cleveland wanted to hire him, but the ownership didn't. And those ownership people, they wanted Freddie Kitchens, and this guy seems like a buffoon. So <laughs> Yeah, Pittsburgh started it. Pittsburgh started it? Yeah. What do you mean? Didn't he, it, isn't that the shirt he wore? Oh, yeah, yeah. What an idiot. And then they lost to a guy who's a championship duck caller. 
So good job. Good job, Cleveland. You guys really showed yourself there. Um, Just real quick, Mike Tomlin, with what he's done with that team, is is he actually like a top five coach or is he still in that like six to eight range? I think he's four to seven range. Like who name, who would you rather have? Belichick? Belichick, Shanahan. I'd take Sean Payton. Definitely Sean Payton. Um, I mean, I hate Pete Carroll, but he's a hell of a coach. Yeah. Because um, I don't even think that team's that talented. This is true. He he just, he just does. He brings in a new group of guys. It's yep. It's just like college. He keeps Russ around and brings in a whole new group. He's yep. got that. He's got the quarterback who's completely who's bought like in. He's oh, yeah. completely bought in. You were lucky you didn't have to listen to that mic'd up because it was it was rough. <laughs> it's literally like miking up Pete Carroll. Just the over enthusiastic, like it's like you just don't even sound like a real person. You sound like ridiculous. Let's go, guys! Come on, we got this. Good job, good job, everyone. You guys are great. It's like. I feel like they're all just rolling their eyes. Like, shut up, Russell. God. <laughs> We're grown men here. <laughs> yeah. he's, uh, out here he's out here coaching 14-year-olds. <laughs> oh, it's just annoying. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Tomlin. Tomlin, though. Another Harbaugh. Great, oh, that's a great coach. Yeah. Yep. He just switches his whole team to what he needs. Like, that Greg Roman, do. hell of an offensive yeah. coordinator. He, Yeah, he's to design this whole offense around Lamar. I mean, he did it with Kaepernick before, and then I think one other. He had, like, three running quarterbacks in his Tyrod Taylor, maybe. And he's just really good at adapting his team. Yeah. But you brought up Tomlin. He's another great example of we kept Childress and let Tomlin leave. And looking back... If I know... We if had I, what I know in, now, if I knew then... Would you rather have Tomlin than Zimmer? Per, try to take out the fact that Zimmer's our guy right now. I, I would say so because I would have had a... This kind of like feel, this kind of buzz for the last fifteen yeah, years. Tomlin has been with the Steelers since he left us. Fourteen, which was like 06, forever ago. Oh six, so yeah. thirteen years. Yeah, like it's for the last in the last. And he 13, won a Super Bowl. Brought he, him he to another. Or yeah, they close? lost to the Packers. Oh yeah, he literally had like his whole thing with us was Tampa two defense, and he went to the Steelers and said, "Go ahead, Dick LeBeau, you can do what you do. I'm not gonna like. I'm not even gonna." Force my defense on you. Like, I, I'm a four three guy. Uh, you want to run three four? Yeah. You want to run the blitzes all day. You want to? Okay, I don't care. I'm a I'm a leader. I'm not here to like out scheme you. I'm here to like lead men. Like, there's two different types of coaches. I feel like, and he's definitely like that. He gives the reins. He's he's got a defensive coordinator yeah. and an offensive coordinator. He goes, all right. I this is kind of what I want to do. Like this style. If you can do that for me, let's go. I'm gonna get these guys to buy in. Yeah. The one thing I'll say with Stefanski is he does. He does have Gary Kubiak. So, like, he does have a little bit of help. And, like, maybe, say, Stefanski did get hired. Could you just promote Kubiak's kid? Clint, yeah. Clint see, Kubiak, that, that, make see, him see, OC. That's my thing. You got Greg Kubiak still up in the booth. Like, Gary. You Greg, Greg. Who the hell is Greg, Greg Roman? Kubiak? Greg oh, well, Roman. I don't even know if that's what I was going for. Um, I don't know. but And I do think Zimmer is probably a top 10 coach. So it is, like, tough. I don't know if I ever considered Dan Quinn. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't I like think, Dan Quinn I think you could have actually pulled like a, the Falcon fans, and they would have been like, "I'd rather have Kyle Shanahan." Whereas like Viking fans, I think would still lean. Ah, I'm going to keep Zimmer. He's like, we're res- we're very respectable every year with him. Yeah, you know. Um, anyways, that was a long Stefanski talk, but it needed to happen. It, I I mean, I like the guy. I'm really upset that we wasted a year with Filippo, even though 
us at the time. We're like, oh, that's cool. Bring in the ego guy. Try yep. to change something up. Go with something new. But that guy sucks. <laughs> Nick Foles benched. Talk about spending too much money on a quarterback. What is he, like $40 million of dead money? And he's... He's got he's, three years left. Yeah. They, they're, they literally benched him. It'd be like us benching Kirk Cousins. You benched $30 million of cap space. Like, that's bad. Like, that's that's the Jaguars organization right there. I mean, you guys want to go to something like that? You want to get rid of Spielman and Zimmer, and you want to go to something dysfunctional? You really want to yeah. change what's going on here? <laughs> oh, that is the thing. Like, it's we haven't won anything major. I mean, we made it to a title game. But, like, we're just so much more consistently a good team. Yeah. And than, like, Detroit. Good job. You know, they, tr- they decided to throw away uh, Caldwell, who was actually making them somewhat, like, not good, but respectable. Would you rather be competitive year in and year out or... Matt Patricia. Top 10, top <laughs> 10 12... And, like, you could have just enough talent to be, like, in that 12, 13 range. Detroit does year it every in year. And year. It out. seems like they do that every time, yep. yeah. Year in and year out, you're in that 12... You you won six or seven ball games. Good for you. <laughs> Who have their picks been? It's been, what, Ragnow, Hawkinson? Like, those aren't... What's Hawkinson, like, ninth or something? They're, they haven't been able to get in the top five. Because, like, yeah, they have... A, they have enough talent that you actually compete, and they're just a dysfunctional joke. Yeah, so. like you, that's not. And what look I at want. how quick things can turn. Like they, everyone loved that. Didn't Matt Nagy win Coach of the Year? Or did he lose to like Andy Reid or something? He was in the running. For all I know, he won it last year. I think he did win it. Yeah, and maybe Sean McVay won it. I feel like that was a Nagy. Yeah. Um, whatever. Whoever he was, definitely in the running. Well, now this year, everyone wants him fired in Chicago. Oh. Like, so I don't, the fact that Zimmer has been able to consistently – I know we had the 8-8 eight eight Brad for a year. We had 8-7-1 last year, but I don't know. I still feel like he's a good coach. Oh. It still takes a fancy over. Just get the young guy. You know, nice nice 35-year-old or whoever he is, you know. Looks good on the sidelines, you know. He's out there calling plays. Quality ball player, you know. Uh, don't make me choose. Uh. <laughs> well, you're going to lose him, I think. Do you think he gets a head coaching job? Like, Absolutely. Look at the Panthers Absolutely. right now. McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Ian Thomas. No quarterback, but like, there's so many weapons there for a, like a, a smart offensive All you mind. need is a game manager because they've got a pretty solid defense as well. The, yeah. the foundation is there. The next coach who goes to the Panthers, like, do not, I don't know, don't go in there thinking, oh, got to blow this entire thing up. It's yeah. like, eh. The piece, there's a foundation there. I could literally see the Browns firing Kitchens and then hiring Stefanski. Like, we screwed up last year. Whoops. Like, oh. we clearly hired the football guy, the, you know, the big yeah. goofball guy. Like, I don't know. He's just, Kitchens just seems like kind of like a joke. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a good like, leader. let's bring in the smart guy, the analytical guy. I don't know, like the... And, I don't know, he's just got this, like, it looks like he's got an aura to him. Yeah, the, you know, it's like Tomlin did. Like Tomlin, like, I what was I think I talked about on the podcast. Like they said, the offensive players would like hear Tomlin in the other room, like giving speeches to the defense, and be like, "Wow, Brad Schiller sucks." <laughs> like yeah. that guy is a leader. This guy, but I do think Zimmer's actually pretty good in his own way. I don't think he's you know giving you know rousing speeches or anything, but like the way he just sort of says it like it is. I think oh. a lot of players respect him for that. But and he's been he's been around. He's won a Super Bowl. You know. Yeah, like, I mean he's. Yeah, I mean, he's been in the league for his whole life, basically. So, I don't know. It's just, I, I trust our offense more right now. It seems like he always knows what to do. It's calling great plays all the time. Look at the screen game. We're the best screen team in the league. Yeah, how do you, how do you, how, how does come, that happen? How come Filippo couldn't run screens? You know, I'm going to dedicate my life to just ripping on John Filippo. That guy caused 8-7-1. He caused it. 
This is that true. was a twelve and fourteen. Did, didn't we go? How many games did we win after Stefanski? Didn't we go like three and we one beat last four games? Detroit. We beat Miami. I think he only coached three games. Oh, and then we lost, and to lost the, Bears. the Bears, which was crazy. But I just you took a team that went thirteen and three with Case Keenum. The exact same roster came back with Sheldon Richardson and Kirk Cousins, and you somehow went eight seven and one. And the defense maybe was slightly. They were still really good last year. And you somehow just throwing the ball 50 times a game. Just huge. Well, because you have Kirk Cousins, Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, Kyle Rudolph. Why wouldn't you throw the ball 50 times a game? Yeah, why would you? You know, geez, you wouldn't want to get stripped or have, have passes tipped or, you know, interceptions or, you know, just fire away, football. Fire away. Eagles did. Um, yeah. Nick Foles, he got his quarterback. He had everything he wanted in ja- Jacksonville. Uh. Couldn't get it done. Uh, you got any other teddies for that game? Uh, not that I can remember. Yeah, I got nothing. I just wrote down the, that fact that we, like, fought back. Yeah, I resilience. Yeah, I mean, I think we were texting back and forth, and I was busy. Well, great, it's over. We fucking, it's going to be an ugly one. And then it wasn't, so I appreciated that. You know? Oh, that was, re- that was really nice. We almost won. We, we had the ball. Like The fact that we had the ball with a chance to win was crazy. Butterfly effect, Dan Bailey hits that extra point, we win the football game. You know what's funny is I actually kind of liked that he missed it because there's nothing I hate more than when you're down three and you just settle for the field goal. Like, you get to the 30, and then it's like, oh, better just run two draws, call timeout, and kick that long field goal. I was like, yes, we're down four. We got to go. And then we threw the first ball to Rudolph, and I was like, we're going to roll right through these guys and score. And then we didn't. But, well, you know, I don't know if the play calling's different at that point if you're just going for the field goal because we're still on our side. So you probably still turn over on four downs. But yeah. I just imagine us getting into field goal range, you know, then, you know, Dialing it back a gear, settling for the field goal, and then Dan Bailey misses it. So, yeah. Oh. And that would have been fun. Oh. The heartache on uh, But let's get to the Troys. Should we hit a break quick? Yep, let's take a break real quick. Welcome back. Oh, I, I started it right when you were taking, Ma- taking a drink. Oh, yeah, that's fine, though. Nice, refreshing bush light. It's delicious. Uh, they're not one of our sponsors, <laughs> but I recommend you, you buy it. Yeah, you know, go buy one at Disney on Ice with tickets purchased off Vivid Seats using the promo code Overtime. Promo code Overtime uh, gets you up to 5% off or $100. Use the Vivid Seats mobile app, too. You don't even need a computer. And right now you can, uh, every $250 you spend on Vivid Seats, you get credit back. They're just just giving them away. Yep, go go get your your honey, uh, you know, a date night out to the Wolves game or or Disney on Ice, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those two. Yeah. Don't do the Wolves game for a date. Well, nobody wants to watch that. Hey, I want. I, I want. I'll take you out on a date <laughs> to Wolves. God, I hope Taylor's not listening. She's gonna puke. <laughs> uh, speaking of puking, I'm gonna start my first Troy. Losing to a team that had the flu. Oh, yeah, they did have the flu, didn't they? Uh, that was their flu game. That was their Michael yeah. Jordan flu game. They didn't fly on separate planes like the Patriots. Did you hear that? They, like, flew all their sick players on a plane all by their own, like, quarantined them. Why did they fly? Were they home? Seattle? No, 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 New England. Oh, New England. Which oh. makes sense why they wouldn't have done it. So uh, New England also had a bunch of guys sick. Oh, really? I didn't and know that. And they flew them on a uh, – because they played at Houston. So yep. they literally flew two separate planes. Because New England's one of the few teams that has their own private jet for their team. Like owned by the uh, team, by Robert Kraft. Robert yep. Kraft, yeah. The, uh, the um, so he just, man. you know, 
Yeah, with all that extra money he's got, <laughs> he just chartered another plane. He's like, oh, no big deal. Uh, uh, it's just a month's worth of hand <laughs> yeah, I, I can't get him anyways. All the people, you know, scrutinizing, scrutinizing my... Yeah. Um, he's, just, he's just saving so much money. <laughs> no more random trips to Florida uh, either. Yeah, look at the jet fuel cost. Um, All the money I've saved from not getting hand from getting a local hand job, I'm saving millions. Yeah, he needs to go to Florida. Just open up a open up your own massage yeah. parlor. I just bought the one down from down the street from Foxborough. We'll build it right in Foxborough Town. It's like a whole little city over there. Uh, anyways, back to you know. Back Troy's. to, the, back to I'm gonna the start Troy's. with Rhodes. The guy is washed. The guy up. is so bad. He Stock is ball, a liable flying. Everyone flies through him. Oh, it was it was just rough. Like, he is pro football focuses 116th ranked cornerback out of 124. He literally looks slow now. Like and he just he he has zero confidence. Like he got beat deep, which then he threw a tantrum and then it came out that it was all his fault. Good job, idiot. Like and then he like he got burned and then looked back like as if someone should have been back there. Yeah. And again, he today he apologized for it. Um, but he then like that it's like every play after that he's so scared to get beat again that he just gives up nine yards of cushion. It's like, dude, what is wrong with you? Like, yeah. and, and then like yeah, they're they're running in routes and slants and everything. All and, day. He, and he's just like, oh, not gonna get beat deep. Not yeah, gonna but get I'll give up deep. eight yards on third and six. Even the fumble he caused, it was third and six, and he gives up like nine yards of cushion. And the guy catches it three yards past the line with him behind him. It's like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, they're just going to run a slant on you all day if you're just going to give them nine yards every slant. Then he got lucky and caused a fumble. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Notice he didn't get a teddy for causing a fumble. Yeah, no, because, you know, we watch we watch every play. You know, we watch the tape. You know, we grind him. We're like PFF Junior over here, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I think any, any, I rank any. He's actually my 127th <laughs> ranked corner out of 127. Wow. Um, okay. Yep. So dead last. Okay. Yep. I mean, you've watched them all. I've watched them all, okay. and I rank him dead last. Every he day. is like the worst fourth string corner you could have. Yeah, and he starts on our team. Luckily, yes. he gets hurt all the time, so he just leaves for four plays a game. You know. But that didn't help. Throws his arm out, makes a decent clothesline tackle, but then of course it's like, oh my gosh, I'm oh my like, arm's falling off. He's back three plays later. It's like, yeah. why does it always happen? It's so weird. I'm surprised he wasn't actually like holding his knee. <laughs> you know, it looks like he hurt his arm. And he's like, oh, remember, my when, knee. <laughs> remember when he? Uh, everyone thought he blew out his hand. Uh, his uh, what was it? it wasn't hamstring? The, uh, yeah, it was. Was it hamstring? Oh yeah, because yeah, it's it like so rare. And everyone's like, oh yeah, he blew out his hamstring. You can see it pop. Yeah. Even that like online Twitter doctor guy that like does the halftime chats was like, yep, that looks like a hamstring explosion. Turns out he was just fine. Like, he had oh, a like, cramp. Yeah, he's he just cra- It's like right there's where he cramped up. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> <but> yeah. <laughs> you see, is a cramp. That's like that's an Xavier Rhodes got burned cramp. Yeah, you know, those are those are special. That's a patented Xavier Rhodes yeah. cramp. Yeah. He's those either, only happened to him. Yeah, he's either gonna cramp up and he's gonna you know ride down in pain and get carried off the field, or he's just gonna turn around and like look like where was my help? Yeah. And Wait, they're all looking back at him like you didn't get any help on that play, dude. You were supposed to cover that guy. Like, <laughs> Don't look at us. Yeah, well, what you guys? You guys run over the top. I have help over the top. No, Dude, I let that guy burn me on purpose because I thought I had a safety help. I, I was baiting him. <laughs> yeah, I was baiting him. Uh, and then you know he does the old, uh, you know, a little extra out of bounds. Gets the fifteen yard flag. I thought I it was. Didn't I think thought that it was, was a little bush. Like I mean, he definitely like kind of like tosses him a little bit I at think the end. That's what but it it's is. Like, it is so weak. It was pretty weak. I thought like I. 
I don't really blame Rhodes for that, but he could have just sort of let him go, I guess. But it just I'm know. not buying it. He was like two feet out of bounds, if that. Like yeah. and in then the it, in the grand scheme of things, how fast it happened. Yeah, that's a problem. When you slow it down and stuff. It looks like a little more like egregious. But he, it's like he's like body slam or anything. He just sort of like tossed him instead of just like letting go. Which I don't know. I and it's it like the the Seattle player was like, all right, just let him do his thing, and I'll just and I'll know. milk it. I'll fall over, and it's on the Seattle bench. Oh, yeah. So their whole side's freaking Whoa! out. Yeah. If that's on our side, nothing. The ref was the ref yeah. felt pressured. You know. But Rhodes... It's uh, not pure pressure. It's just your turn, Raph. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with Rhodes being garbage is that his backup is Hughes, who can't match up with six foot nine receivers, you know, Josh Gordon and DK Metcalf. So, like, Rhodes got knocked out, and I was like, oh, cool. Like, Hughes will come in and, like, hopefully do good. And it was like, oh, wait, no, Hughes has no shot. And, like, this is where Holton Hill getting suspended for eight games mm-hmm. comes into play. Because if he had those eight games... Maybe he's a little more ready and not like rusty and not like i don't know i feel like zimmer's he, a little scared he couldn't even practice for six weeks right yeah, he couldn't do anything he couldn't even be around the team i don't think for until he was like reinstated yeah and then like you also have the thing like mac is clearly just nickel they don't even let him play outside so i don't know Rhodes is bad and Rhodes he's been bad. bad like every week so i don't know how you go from like i mean one of the better corners he's getting cut right yeah. well I, Yes. I, I mean, if you look at, like, our defense, I feel like, which brings would bring me to another one, is, like, I would, another Troy would be our run defense is terrible that game. And, like, I don't know about Linval Joseph, man. I w- yeah, I was like, just thinking about him, Linval, too. Linval, Rhodes, they might both get cut. Like, they're kind of past their prime. I mean, Rhodes is garbage, so, like, you got to cut him. The only problem with cutting Rhodes is we just talked about Mac is gone. Waynes is gone. Well, you sign Waynes or Mac. Yeah, I guess you hope you can get one back. Holton Hill keeps developing. Hughes becomes a little better. I mean, there's no point to keep Rhodes around. He's a, he's actually he's a negative. Like, just sign a random off the street. Apparently, like yeah, I you can sign a four string cornerback. <laughs> right, he's literally you can back. draft one in in the like the third yeah. round. You can draft a four string <laughs> cornerback. I would think. I feel like cap wise, you're gonna see like a kind of almost like a pretty big changeover on the defense. Like Griffin's probably leaving just because he's gonna avoid his contract because of all the playing yeah, time. Griffin Joseph, so that's two on the D line. Yep, and then I would say you're gonna cut Wayne or um, Rhodes because yep. he's bad, and then that's you could you could potentially lose Harris, Mack, and Wayne's. You could potentially lose all of those guys in the secondary. Yeah, and that's, that's six starters. Six starters. Yeah, and like. I like Harrison Smith. I think he's a good player still. He's still – I don't think he's as good as he was four years ago, Definitely which makes not. sense. It's four years ago. But, no. like, he just doesn't seem to – like you were saying earlier, it's more Anthony Harris that makes the big plays. Like, Smith had a couple good ones where he, like – I bet Smith it. gets restructured. Yeah, like, he just – it seems like another one that's a little bit past his prime. The defense seems to me like it got old. Yep. And, like, Barr and Kendricks are good. Daniel Hunter, obviously really good. And then I think your other, like, good, really good pieces are Waynes and Harris, who are a- both And Griffin. Agents. Griffin's also, still really good, oh. but he's his contract's going to end, yeah. and like he's getting. Older. Well, you're talking like older. Yeah, older yeah, player. yeah. Oh, so, oh yeah. I just like if you're looking at who are our core pieces that we're going to be keeping going forward for sure. It's like Hunter, and the two linebackers. Fuck. Who else is there? Wayne's is a free agent. Harris is a free agent. Smith is probably maybe a few more years. The only other like players. I mean, I mean, you got Hughes. Mike so, Hughes, who hasn't really – he could literally be a bust. We don't know. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know that he's good yet. And then there's just rotational guys like 
Weatherly, Odenabo, uh, uh, Holton Hill, yeah, Holton Hill, Jaleel Johnson, and Armand Watts. Those, you know, like kind of just run of the mill guys. So no. you you kind of need one of the three techs we've been taking a stab at. You need maybe one of those to step up. Yeah, um, or we need some pass or, rush from the middle. Like it's just and or, or stop the run. What was that garbage? Either. What the hell was that? I I don't know. I figured, I figured if Chris Carson was gonna um, was gonna play well, they'd probably win the game. What's funny and, is I feel like we came into that game going Russell Wilson is not gonna beat us. So we kind of were like they'll they'll stop running eventually. Like they'll we'll be able to stop it or something like that. Where you go to the Cowboy game and I feel like we said. Zeke Elliott's not going to beat us because we stuffed him. Like, we dominated him. Yeah. And Dak shredded us, but, like, we weren't going to let Zeke beat us. It was one or the other. This game totally felt to me like we were we were thinking the other way. We're not going to let Russell Wilson beat us. And Pete Carroll was like, okay, cool. We'll just run it, like, 40 times. And, that, and that's what he wants. Yeah. And we'll have, uh, what's his, George Fant? Who's the big six tackle? Yeah, I think so, George I don't know, Fant. Oh. Whatever. All I know is they went six O-line, like, every play, same as last year, just pounding the ball. And, like... I mean, you had him third and one at the end of the game the last drive, and you just let him just easily get the first. It's like, man, that is pathetic. Everyone knows they're running it. Yeah. Everyone in the whole stadium. You still have Anthony Harris 12 yards back. Why? Why is he back there? So, I mean, I guess they ran the play action earlier in the game yeah. on third down. I, it was it was just because it it's, it's the last drive. They're, they need one yard. They're not. Let them run the play action and beat you. Exactly. It's like if they have the balls to do it, which, I don't know, maybe P. Carroll does. The guy called a fake punt, which is a great call by him. I mean, oh, although we ended up getting the fumble on that drive. so I actually forgot about that. That was. A, I felt like we should have fake punt a couple times because we had a couple fourth and twos, fourth and ones. And I was like, it just always seems to work in the NFL when you do the direct snap to the guy and he just bolts to the right, you know, and gets that first down. Like, seems easy. Maybe we just don't have one of those. Yeah, well, it's Sindejo who's the punt protector, so who knows. Ugh. Yeah, he'd probably fuck it up. He'd probably try to go for the hit. No, if it was Anthony Harris. Well, remember when it used to be Thielen doing the punt protecting and against the Packers, like, I don't know, four or five years ago, yeah. we busted it out and he ran that play. In the uh, That was to... Was that to, the Sam Bradford year? No, because we made the playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was before... Uh, it, was it was the Teddy year. Teddy year. Yeah, the year we made the playoffs. And that was to, like... it was We were both going to make the playoffs, but we had to go to... We had to play Seattle and they got to go to Washington. So it was kind of like a... If you win, we you win. Get... We won the division, but you had to play the tougher opponent. So it was kind of like, our, what do you want to win? Do you not want to win? So it felt to me like we were a little like free into calling. Like we we're like, it wasn't that big of a deal. Let's call a fake punt. Who cares? Even if we lose, we go play Washington. Yeah, and and then either way, we're going on the road next week. Yeah, yeah. You're not you're not getting the one seed or the two seed. You're no. either going to Washington or you're playing Seattle at home. And we ended up playing Seattle and losing, and they ended up beating Washington. And you know, at that point, you know you're. Oh, no, you're a higher – we would have been a higher seed. Lower seed, but then it's like you get to play the easier opponent next week on the road. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's definitely incentive to win, but not a lot. And because it just sucks that it's the Packers. You, it's, know? It, you want to beat yeah, the Packers. Yeah, you want to win the division. You want to beat the Packers. It's similar to this year, though. Like, would you rather win the division and play um, – who would it be? Probably the Packers at home or the – well, right now it's the 49ers. Cal- Right, because Seattle's no Cowboys are going to get a home game. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so it's just. Would you rather play the Cowboys on the road? Yep. Or would you rather play the 49ers at home? The 49ers are a wild card team. They won't get a home. Yeah, I'm saying if you win the division, you're home against the 49ers. 
Oh, oh, hold on. Or would you rather play at the Cowboys? That's sort of the same choice. I guess I'd rather be at home. I'd rather have I'd rather have the home game. Because actually the Cowboys are a better team than Washington was that year. Yeah. Because that was your decision that year too. Like Seattle was clearly better than Washington, but clearly the NFC East was garbage again that year, because it always is garbage. So it was like, do we want to go play the weak NFC East team this year on the road, which we've already beat both of them on the road, or do you want to play home against right now it would be Packers or 49ers? I mean, assuming we win the division, then it would be Packers. But So, anyways, um, what was that? Troy's? I think I threw out basically our run defense was an embarrassment. Yeah, we had run defense, pass defense, suck. Defense suck. Yeah, what? what is with our defense? I have, like, zero faith in it. It's like... They're just getting eaten. You know, they're they're getting they're they're giving up eight yards of play. They're giving up big plays. They they're somehow we're runs. somehow we're leading the league in third downs. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't. Like either. which games are are they watching? Because I don't see us getting stops on third down. Yeah, even against or at Denver least, that last drive, he converted like seven fourth downs, which I guess means he didn't convert on third down. But <laughs> I just I don't feel like we're making the big plays. I don't feel like we're. But that's the thing too. If if. They, if they go for it on fourth, it seems like they're getting it. Besides uh-huh. the Detroit game, you know, it just seems like if they're getting an extra down and they need two yards, they're going to get it, whether Short it be yardage. it play action, be it yeah. a run up the middle. I'm sure there's been a toss in there somewhere. It, it's like no matter what, we're just not the same defense we were. It's weird. And these, it seems like these teams have just learned how to exploit our scheme. They do what the Bears – we always say – They just like run teams, short when, passes. Yeah, like, when teams just eat it, us alive, it's like, oh, they do what the Bears did. It feels to me like Zimmer always coaches his corners to not get beat deep which is why we don't get a lot of picks either because they don't, like, jump routes and stuff. They keep everything in front of them and try to, like, play it close. And teams have just been like, okay, cool. We're just going to run slants, comebacks, quick outs, everything that's basically, like, your corner is immediately going to have his back turn or he's going to have a – like, they run those, like, sideline routes where, like, immediately Rhodes is just running with him and then he can't see the ball. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like there's just – teams have sort of caught on to Zimmer's – the technique that our corners play. See, and that, and that, that goes back to the whole thing of – Stefanski or Zimmer. Yeah. You know, like... Well, Zim- right now, our, our defense has just played so poorly, it feels like. I mean, you gave up 20 off the bat to Brandon Allen or whatever the hell his name is. I know they shut him out in the second half, basically. I don't but care. It was like, they almost let... Did you, see what almost, the, did you see what the Bills did to Brandon Allen the next week? Yeah. Like, and you almost blew it. If it wasn't for Noah Font, like, not getting his head around quick enough, and like a, a better tight end... Rudolph catches that ball. And they ain't calling a push off. I'm sorry. Even though it was, they aren't going to call that. Yeah, they didn't. They, they didn't, didn't call, call it. that. If Fan catches that, that defense got like worked all the way down the field. To against Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen. They converted three fourth, fourth and, downs. Fourth and six. Fourth and they had a fourth, fourth and four. There was with one more the, 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 the keeper. The, yeah, yeah, the keeper. That one, like you almost he almost yeah. scores on that. Yeah, I mean they didn't really you know you know. Stand up to him well. It's not a championship caliber defense. That's I feel like that's the biggest concern coming out of the Seattle game is that I don't see us winning unless our defense changes the way they're playing. But the way the offense plays, like we can score with anyone. You know, yeah. get which is crazy. Yeah, we we just we just caught up with Russell Wilson. Yeah, we we we, we wasted Brandon Allen the week before. <laughs> <laughs> like we you know we 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 came back against the Packers. We didn't win, but. There was yeah. fight there. Um, I mean, I you know. blow out the Falcons. I mean, obviously they're a bad team, but I mean, the just, only game that we really played real poorly offensively was the Bears game. 
I mean, the Packer game. I think it's just the enigma of like the Bears yeah, on the Soldier road. Field. Yeah. They just can't do it. Who knows? I don't know what the problem is. I mean, even the Pack the Packer game wasn't great, and it ended with that awful like interception on the bootleg, which was like horrible. But I don't know. Cook did have his long run. It, it wasn't. It wasn't as bad as the Bears game, but yeah. I don't know. Defense pathetic. Defense sucks. Um, Any other? Uh, can we Boys. can we rip on Pet Offline? I don't know. I don't think he played terrible, but I just want sure. to rip on the man. I actually thought the offensive line. I don't know if they gave up a sack, but I just felt like he had a lot of pressure in his face. I just yep, even on the bootlegs. Yeah, it's like uh, I just felt like they were kind of breathing down his neck a lot of the game. There was, hurrying up his throws and stuff. Yeah, uh, there there was one play. I I don't even know what it was. I just saw a little gif of it, and Kirk threw an out route. It might it was towards the end of the game, but Offline gets beat up the middle, and if he has like half a second or a second more if Elfline can just hold on. He's got Irv Smith right in the middle, uh, wide open. Yeah. Would have been able to look that way, hit him at first down, and I saw net, it was incomplete pass, and then we punted right afterwards. So, I, It just seems like Elfline's not good, and we he's someone we're going to try to replace next year. Like uh, Looking at our offense like we did our defense, like Diggs, Thielen, Bradbury, O'Neal, Irv Smith, like, I don't Kirk. even really, like, want to get rid of Reef anymore. I know he's expensive. If we can cut that number down in half, yeah. I'd gladly take him back. Because you're good. Ju- just worry about one offensive line spot. Yeah. You know, you get the, uh, what? what's the C word that I I always said, camaraderie. That wasn't continuity? the word. The continuity of the yeah, offensive that's a, that's line. A throwback to, like, episode two or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> continuity. But, but uh you know, you just get that continuity, and, like, they're growing right yeah. now. It's a pretty good offensive line. It's not I, great, but it's middle of the pack. And it's middle of the pack with middle of the pack talent. So, yeah. like, if you could, like, I think Klein's fine. He's nothing special, but he's fine. What do he plays? Bradbury, and, yeah, he gets banged up a lot. Bradbury and O'Neal are good. Alphine's bad, and Reef is solid, and plays the most difficult position. So, yep. and But he kind of gets banged up here and there, too. He was banged up in the Seattle game with a concussion. Yeah. I kind of like, yeah, the idea of, like, restructuring him and trying to just get him for cheaper. Unless, like, a sweet left tackle falls you in the draft. And then it's like, all right, let's take this left tackle, maybe move him inside, or do something different, I don't know. But if you're looking at who the building blocks are on that side, it's way better than the defense. Yeah. I mean, both your receivers, Irv Smith, Cook, Madison. First-round pick, you know, let's assume we're mid-20s, early mid-20s, like we were last year. 23. 23. Is that a playoff team? What? Is that a playoff team? You'd lose 12. in the first round. Okay, okay. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you say say all the the depth is the same across the board? Nobody really, no like star power there. Do you want to draft an offensive lineman, left tackle or left guard, or are you taking a piece on defense in the first round this year? You're saying if like it's a similar talent level, DN left tackle or. Yeah. Um, DN, left tackle, cornerback, three-tech. I feel like it depends on who leaves from our team. Like, say you got... If like if one, we lose Everson Griffin one, and a sweet DN sitting there... You're not going to get, like, a sweet DN. Yeah, that's just, true, yeah. I mean, left tackle is probably your best route, but also that, corner, that secondary is looking pretty thin. Like, I know people are going to bitch that you're taking a corner again, but... I don't think they are, though. Oh, I think people are bitching. I think they're going to be they're gonna be annoyed. I mean, maybe they won't be when they see that half our, you know, secondary is gone and or sucks, but I wouldn't mind just see, going heavy on offense and just, like, 
just have just be, keep going. Just being a powerhouse, like yo, we're just gonna outscore yeah. you. Get a real third receiver. I mean, I like BC Johnson, but like I think he's get like Henry Ruggs or whatever from Alabama. The super these like, runs like a four two. Yeah, like get a guy in the second round that's like um, I don't know, yeah, speedster or something. So like we basically, wanted, like, like if you dra- if you can draft, you know, Deshaun Jackson was a second round pick. Yeah. Remember that. He, if we can get like De- a Deshaun Jackson, I mean, let's just go John Brown. Yeah. You know, not well. It's like we talked about Hollywood Brown last year. It was yeah. like if we could get like a guy who has like a different dimension to our team, just like a straight up burner. Could you imagine Hollywood? Yeah. On, but no Bradbury. But no Bradbury. Yeah. Bradbury is really Kirk, solid. Kirk texts Bradbury uh, Tuesday, told him uh, that he's done a really good job. Oh, well, that's nice of Kirk. Well, well Bradbury said it meant a lot. He uh, goes, "That's why he's the leader of this offense." <laughs> uh, all right. Well, well a little moral <coughs> victory there. <laughs> so what was the the t- Troy and all that? The Troy? Oh, what we oh Elfline. Elfline. Oh yeah, Elfline. Yeah, we jumped to Elfline. Yeah, I don't remember if he had a bad game, but I'll just assume he did because yeah. he seems to do that every other week. Um, I'll say for my last Troy, just those two turnovers really sucked. The interception and then Cook fumbling. We've been very good at not. Turning yeah, the ball I think over it had lately. been the Denver game. Did we have? I think we had one. Did we fumble? Because I know Kirk didn't throw a pick. I feel like someone fumbled. Because I think they said that one thing they hadn't been doing. Oh, Kirk fumbled. He got blown up oh, by a yeah. random right, DN right after the right after the uh, the uh, Sendejo. No, no, no. It was it was earlier than that. Oh, it was right after the holding call because uh, he threw a bomb to Diggs, got called back. Yep, and then very he next got play for a fumble, he got yeah. destroyed. Yep. Yeah, he got mauled, and they yeah they said on the thing like they, they hadn't turned we hadn't turned the ball over since I think before the Chiefs the last time was uh, when Diggs fumbled versus the Redskins. Oh wow! So we didn't turn it over versus the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Cowboys or um, and then the Broncos game happened, and then the Broncos happened. Yeah, so you'd gone three weeks almost, oh. and then this week almost we had a two. full calendar month. I thought the Cook one really hurt too because they went and scored like they went right down the field, and then it was like okay, it's all right. Our offense is playing great, doing good. And then, but then you come on and you don't have Cook. Yeah, yeah. And that on that play, you literally have Diggs on the ground and Cook on the ground, and then Cook couldn't come back the whole game. Now it sounds like he's kind of going to be dealing with something the whole year. It sounds like it's a pain tolerance thing, which is like okay, but it's like that's just so well. Annoying. Let's just see, you know, see how Sunday goes. Maybe it can be an Alexander Madison. Yeah, get up on him big and let him rest a little. Also, damn this Thielen hamstring man. He hasn't played. Besides that, like two plays versus the Chiefs since Detroit, he yeah. got hurt on that Detroit touchdown, and like, and that, that sucks. It, it it does suck. Um, but like he said, he's not coming back till he's a hundred percent. Which you take care of business against Detroit. You're really looking likely to a wild card spot. If you're basically like locked in for a wild card spot after next week, like if the Rams lose. And the Bears and they lose play, and we win. Yeah, yeah, which could definitely happen. I think the Rams play the Seahawks at home, and the Bears play tomorrow night home against the Cowboys. Like, if we win and those two lose, yeah, maybe you can rest them Lions and Chargers. Yep, and even Cook can sit out against the Chargers because I feel like Madison could eat, eat up Sandy. Yeah, you hate to take someone for granted and just be like, oh, we'll just rest them. But especially feeling because it's this hamstring thing. It's not just like – Cook's at least it seems like as long as he can just tolerate the pain, he's fine. He's not going to hurry and get worse. If you, I feel like if you put Thielen out there too soon, which I feel like he might have done versus the Chiefs. He said he didn't have a setback, but... Well. Seems weird. It seems like against the Chiefs, he immediately left the game. So that's weird. And then it, I didn't. I thought there was word that he might have had a setback in practice, and then he kind of just... I don't know. I 
hamstrings are so tricky. Like, I mean, look at Deshaun Jackson's entire career. Yeah. The guy battles hamstrings every year because, like, I mean, once you fuck it up, it's like. So it'd be nice if we could make sure he's literally 100%. Uh, but it's it, really frustrating with him not in there. Like, poor Diggs is just getting double teamed. And he's like, yeah, you have, like, BC's a good for a seventh round rookie, but he's still just BC. Has to drop early in yeah. this game. Yeah. And he's like, he's not explosive or anything. He's just. Solid. Well, player. he's supposed to be sure handed, dropped one, but, like, yeah, he's just solid. He's not like, no one's scared of BC Johnson. Oh. And then Treadwell's like nobody's scared of Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph, those one-handed couchdown catch. We should have Why why didn't we put him in the teddies? That man was impressive. Oh, yeah, that's disrespect right there. He had that nice one, too, on the sideline where, like, Cousins got hit and just threw, like, a complete floater. And then, oh, it's hanging up there. And then it was like, oh, wait, there's a giant six-foot-seven, like, monster underneath it. And Um, didn't he have the one where he – am I thinking of it? Oh, no, I was thinking of a completely different game. (laughs) It wasn't even a Vikings game. (laughs) I was thinking about the Chargers game where uh, Keenan Allen just, like, Faded behind the Broncos guys. On, you were on the thinking crossing. of a whole other team and a whole other person. Well, because it reminded me of the Cal Rudolph touchdown against the Broncos. Oh. Boom! That's how it all tied together. Okay. Well, Cal Rudolph wide open. Wide open. Crossing Cal line, Rudolph's yeah. been solid. It's funny too how it changes. Like first week, it's like they don't even use tight ends. I mean, we even talked about like it's weird how we're not using them as much, and then they just. It all comes around. Like, Diggs doesn't have, like, any yards. And then he had, like, you know, 504 games. It's like, okay, don't worry about it. Like, oh. everyone will get theirs. Just oh. got to be patient. Everyone, everyone eats. Everyone eats. eats. Uh, let's, Especially when you got to cook. <laughs> let's hit a break here and then hit the lines. Absolutely. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to jump right into the lines here. Probably going to be a little fire sale. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, yeah, coming at you quick here. Uh, let's start with the garbage AFC games. That don't matter. Uh, Denver at Houston. Houston just beat Patriots. Pretty good win. They are nine and a half point favorites over Denver. I'll, and yes, I'll take the Texans nine and a half. Yeah, and I did. We didn't talk about our locks from the previous week. You had the Bills, and I took the Vikings versus the Broncos. Right? No, you took the Bills versus the Broncos. No. Yeah, I took Bills Who did versus I, Broncos. I got mine right. Bengals. Bengals. They lost, but they covered. Yep. And then they won this week. So that makes you. Like three and one, yeah, and I'm two and two now. I, I just keep riding the Bills. I got. Back I think it's even. three. I think I've locked three straight in with the Bills and have won all three of them. I seriously because I would have locked the Bills in. I think they were like plus six against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. That would have been my lock. Oh there. really? Yeah. Well, we'll never know that that's actually true. Um, we're both taking the Texans. Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of your Bills, I don't think you'll be locking them in this week. Uh, the Ravens. Yep. At Bills. Bills at home. With a very good record, are six and a half point dogs. Six and a half point dogs to the to probably the best team in football. I, I would, would say I so. Mean, they beat the 49ers, who were also one of the best. They, they beat, beat, the, beat Patriots. the Patriots, and they look unstoppable. Um, I am going to take. <laughs> they Bills hadn't at punted. Home? They hadn't punted in like two games or some shit. There was like twenty some drives in a row that the Ravens had not punted, which is insane. Uh, but I Bills will be home six taking and a half the Ravens. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Ravens. Yeah, and I might lock idea. that one in. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. That's that's. I feel like that's bad karma for you. Uh, let's jump to Cincinnati at the Browns. The Browns are an eight point favorite. The Bengals are gonna cover that. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Bengals as well. I can't even take the Browns seriously anymore. Uh, they, they, they literally could have won out and maybe made a playoff like spot, and they lost to a rival that was starting their third string quarterback. Let's not do that. The championship Detroit. duck collar. Yeah. Like, just, like, not even that good of a team. Juju's hurt. Connor's hurt. Like, the, the Steelers are literally just, like, 
thrown together with duct tape. And the, Browns, the Browns the, are still the laughing stock of the league. The Browns have Odell, Landry, Hunt, Chubb. Like, what are you doing? Terrible. Uh, we're both going to take the Bengals. They're on a streak. You can't quit on a streak. I can't quit you, baby. <laughs> Miami. They're uh, like a drug. <laughs> Miami at New York. New York is a five-point favorite. Feels steep to me. New York Jets? The Jets. Oh, yeah. I should probably let you know who it is. Um, I'm taking Miami. I'm the definitely going to get Miami to cover. They they beat the Jets earlier this year. Yeah. They're, they're going to do it again. They just beat someone. Uh, the Eagles? The Eagles. That's hilarious. They were down 28-14 and ended up winning. Well, it's because Carson Wentz. Sucks at football. Right, right. You've been trying to tell me, you know. I've been telling people Trey for Wayne's years. Trey Wayne's greater than Rhodes and Carson Wentz bad at football. I've been saying it for years. Saying it for years. Uh, Chargers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags are a three-point favorite. Oh, Chargers are going to cover that. Yeah, it is tough to bet on the Chargers with the way they find to lose, but I will also take the Chargers. Three points. Only on the road, but they don't really have home games, so they don't care. No. Uh, plus, you know, I'm not going to bet with Filippo. Guys, guys, awful. He's trash. Uh, here's a good one. Kansas City Chiefs at the New England Patriots. Little uh, rematch of last year's title game. Patriots are a three-point favorite. Yeah, I'll take the Patriots to cover. They're not, they don't look great, but, I mean. I'm taking the Chiefs. Ooh. I think uh, I think the Patriots are a little weaker than people think. Well, duh. I don't know if they they're can score weaker. with the Chiefs. They're, they're weak, but they're very well coached. Well coached, weak. Got beat by Bill O'Brien. Yeah, but Andy Reid's not going to beat Bill Belichick. <laughs> He'll do it in the regular season. Come postseason, Andy Reid ain't beat nobody. This is true. Uh, Tennessee Titans. The, the Ryan Patriots Tannehill. The Patriots don't lose two in a row. That, oh, that's true. And the next, and it's at home in December, yeah. where they're like thirty-eight and four. Hmm. Hmm. I'm taking the Chiefs. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, the guy's a star, a machine. His boy Henry, also a machine. They're at John Gruden's Raiders, and the Raiders are picked to lose by three. So home dogs. Titans minus. Titans three. are favored on the road. That's what happens when you bench Mariota. That's someone I said is garbage in the beginning. It's Although true. I don't, some people oddly liked him, but I feel like most people are kind of like, oh, this guy's not that good. Some uh, people like just really thought he was like, oh yeah, he'll get it soon. The Raiders just got dismantled by the Chiefs. They still have play, and they got hopes. dismantled by uh, who was it the week before the Jets? Oh, yeah. It was a bad loss. Everyone was like, oh, the Raiders, look at them, and then it was ugly. Yeah, they had a chance to uh, tie for the division. Yeah, and they did didn't work out for them. So um, and then you, so it's Raiders, and then you got the Titans who are in a wild card spot. No, they're fighting for a wild card. spot. I think right now they're in a wild card spot. Okay. Yeah, I think they lead it, or they're tied with the Steelers, or something like that. Because the Bills have the other one. The Bills are like in kind of clearly have. It. I'm gonna take the Titans. I think the Raiders kind of lost their chance to be something. You're gonna have yeah, to the Titans one. are gonna bury bury the Raiders this week. <laughs> I like how you ended up going with a bury. Um, well, because it's gonna crush your playoff hopes. They'll, they they'd have lost three three in a row, six and seven. Outside looking in, not gonna happen. Titans burying the Raiders. <coughs> take the minus three. Take the minus take the minus three. Uh, all right, let's go to some interconference games. We have the Colts at the Bucks. Bucks are a three-point favorite. The Bucks are a three-point yeah. favorite. I think the uh, Colts banged up. Like I just feel like they're like injured and like they're, they're kind of like out of it. Their defense. Yeah, you know give me Bruce Arians. No risk it, no biscuit. Give me yeah, give Bucks. me that. Give me that receiver. What is it? Bucks minus three. Minus three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give me Bucks minus three at home. 
It is at home. Thank God. Yep. yep. Bucks minus three. <laughs> no risk it, no biscuit. <laughs> uh, Panthers at Falcons. Terrible game. Uh, Falcons minus three. Give me the Panthers. Yeah, I'm going to take the Falcons. Who's the head coach of the Panthers? Perry, Perry Fuel. Fuel. Went three and four with the Bills years and years and years ago as the interim. Yeah, I'm going to take the Falcons. Although, is Julio playing? He didn't play last week. Probably not. Yeah, why would they play him? Hmm. Anyway, I'll take the Falcons anyway. It's both just terrible well, teams. That's just silly. Um, let's hit a lot of these games matter. It looks like we hit all the ones that didn't matter. Oh, wait, no. Pittsburgh at the Cardinals. Cardinals are a home dog by two and a half points. The the Duck Hodges led Steelers are favorites on the road. I know it's a bad team, but it's fucking weird. How is Tomlin do it? Uh good defense. Yeah. Uh, I think good they're coaching. Gonna, yeah. That's what he does. I think I'll take the Steelers. I'm gonna take the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. I keep trying to like ride Kyler Murray, and it's just, I, I, I like me Kyler Murray. They're fun to watch. Yeah, they just never seem to quite get it done. It's yep. like, they, oh, look at that. They might. Oh no, never mind. They're not gonna. Yep. They're a couple players away from actually having a good team. Yeah, um, I believe the Giants game, which I don't know who they play, is not on here because Daniel Jones is uh, might be benched. No, okay, you're not gonna. <laughs> That'd be fucking funny. You bench your fifth overall pick or whatever he was. Six. Uh, Sixth, right. Okay, well, that matters. Uh, oh, they're playing the, the uh, Eagles on Monday Night Football. So that game matters to us. We want No, it doesn't. Whoever wins the NFC is winning the NFCs. None of them is getting a wild card. So who are you taking that game? I don't know what the line is on it because they don't have one. Uh, Eagles? Or whoever's playing the Giants? It's Eagles-Giants. Eagles-Giants. Eagles, Monday Night Football. Yeah, yeah, I'll take the Eagles as well. Although, when you lose to the Dolphins, man, I don't, I don't know what the deal is. Wait, oh, God, if... Unless Eli Manning's playing, I'm taking the I'm taking the Giants. Eli is playing. You're gonna ride Eli? We know. Oh wait, we know this for a fact. I've read that it sounds like it's very likely oh, that he's give me. I'm taking Eli on Monday Night Football. I'm with you, Eli, all the way. <laughs> because I think uh, Sterling Shepard, Golden. I think they're gonna have Shepard, Tate, Ingram, and Barkley all healthy for the first time this year, and they get Eli Manning back. On Monday night against the Eagles, oh, he's potentially get... Eli's last like start. Yeah. Probably his might last, be the last ever time he plays. Might be his la- which would be his last Monday night game. Dude is going out in style. You take the Giants. This is going one of two ways. He's either going to go out in style or he is going to go out in flames. Like bad. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be like four it's, pick Eli. It's going to be a lot of Eli face. It's going to be rough. Yep. Looking around, like, oh, where's Daniel Jones' help? Um, all right, let's hit the uh, NFC games now. Uh, Cowboys at Bears Thursday night. Cowboys are a three-point favorite on the road. Give me the Cowboys. I'm going to take the Cowboys, too. Yeah, I, I think the Bears. Bears are literally a bad team. Yep. And I think the Cowboys are a solid team. Um, next, we got the Redskins at the Packers. Packers are a 13-point favorite. Um, they're going to cover that, I guess. God, it's like I always think we're going to cover those big ones, and we never do, but I feel like the Packers somehow will cover that. Although Washington's not a joke of a team. like They're not good, but they have like real defensive players. Yeah, but like they're not – I don't know. They don't play well against good teams. Yeah. They play... I'll take the Packers. I'll take them. They're going to win. Yeah. Leaves yeah, a bad zero. taste in my mouth. Um, all right. San Francisco at New Orleans. New Orleans is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Saints. I'm taking Saints, and I'm locking it in. Right on. If it would have been three or three-and-a-half, I would have been a little scared. But I think the Saints are winning, and I think that means they're going to win by at least three. So, so they think the Niners are half a point better than yeah, the Saints. basically. I don't see it. 
No, I, th- I think the Saints are the second-best team in the league. I really like them. Yeah, I, I think they are. Uh, it sucks. But So that's my lock of the week. Uh, next up we have, let's see, we might have hit them all. Seahawks at Rams. We need the Seahawks to come up big here. And they are a one-point dog on the road. Rams are – no, Rams are the underdogs at home. Rams are – yeah, so – Seahawks at Rams. Seahawks one. are picked by one. Take the Seahawks. Yeah, I'll take the Seahawks too. Again, I also think the Rams aren't that good. Oh. They did beat the crap out of someone though just this last week. Was it the Cardinals? Yeah. Yeah, they beat them. But they got destroyed by the Ravens? Yeah. So – Give me the Seahawks. Give me the Seahawks. If we get a Seahawk win and a Cowboy win – and we take care of business versus Detroit, I have to imagine our playoff percentage of, like, chances of making it, like, mathematically, is going to be, like, high 80s. Yeah. Like, you'd literally have to lose out, and one of them would have to win out. And I don't even know if the Bears have a chance. They're two games behind us right now. Um, but they play us, so I guess that helps them. Uh, last game, your Minnesota Vikings at home versus the Detroit Lions. What do you think the spread is? Now, keep in mind, they have a third-string quarterback. Now. I saw that it was, like, 13. Yeah, 12 and a half. Who you got? If you know me, I usually lock these I, in. I'm staying I, away from I, locking I'm, in. I'm taking the Lions to cover that. That's 13. disgusting what you just did on a Vikings podcast in front of America. <laughs> Man, you see, I, this is a betting segment right now. Bet with your heart, not with your head. I'll take the Vikings. Or bet with your head, not with your heart. Yeah, good, good, good job. <laughs> it shows what you know. Uh, I'll take the Vikings 12 and a half. But I'm not locking it in. I've learned my lesson. Two times I locked them in. Both my bad picks were Vikings heavy favorites at home. So that wraps up the. Uh... I don't have a lock of the week. Oh yeah. What, what? Miami plus plus five against the Jets. Miami plus five against the Jets. That's 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 a nice looking one. Uh, well, Bills were six and a half dogs to the Ravens. So yep. I don't I don't want to bet against the Bills because I want to ride those guys as much as I can. I don't want to throw some bad juju on there. Yeah, you already did when you took bet against them, so you don't want to lock it in. Um, know? what was the Browns? Again, the Browns. Uh, uh, Browns Bengals. Browns Bengals Bengals. five and a half dogs. Uh, No, eight point dogs. Zach Taylor and the boys. Andy Dalton's back. They should have never benched him for that random. I mean, I know Dalton's probably not the future, but he's a competent quarterback. There's no reason to bench him. What other games did I see? What was that Texas game? Texans. Texans. Yeah. Uh, they are nine and a half point favorites against Brandon Allen and the Broncos. We're gonna lock in Dallas minus three and a half against the Bears. Well, good for you. It's only minus three, so get that half point back. Lock All right, in. Dak, Jason Garrett. Yep, let's go. Garrett's fighting for his job. Bears suck. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, one last thing I wanted to go over was. Uh, oh no! Oh, the Raiders Raiders game. What was theirs? Uh, they they play the Titans. Oh yeah, Titans are picked by three. Yeah, Titans. 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 Lock okay, you officially locked in. The Titans. We're not going three. back. No back. I have Saints. Saints minus, minus two and a half. Two and a half. Um, so Rams and Bears are our like clear competition for the wild card spot if we're stuck in a wild card, and we play home against Detroit at the Chargers, home against Green Bay, home against the Bears. We're gonna be favored in all those games. Yeah. Relatively easy schedule. Not that it's you know easy, but it is basically easy. Three home games, all favored. The Rams play at Dallas. Oh, wait. First they play home against Seattle, at Dallas, at 49ers, 
and then home against the Cardinals. The next three games, are they underdogs this week? They were. They're plus one, right? Yeah, against Seattle. At Cowboys, they'll be underdogs, I bet. Yeah. And at 49ers, they're definitely underdogs. So they're underdogs in three out of their next four games. So if you're scared we're going to, you know, miss the playoffs. Don't be. Well, be you could be a little cautious, but just know that, like, they don't have a cake schedule like the Packers do. I think Packers play Washington, uh, Bears, Lions, uh, Vikings. Oh, damn. So same schedule as us, only they play us and they play Washington, who's even worse than the Chargers probably. And then the Bears also have a really tough schedule. So if you're worried about them, they play tomorrow versus the Cowboys. Yep. I have to go to the bathroom. Okay. So we're going to pause this real quick. I'm, we're almost done. Just let me finish the schedule. Okay. You're going to piss yourself? Yeah, I think so. We play. Then they play at the Packers. Then they play home against the Chiefs. And then they play us. So, you know. So the Packers have like the kind of like the hardest schedule. No, that's the Bears. Oh, the Bears. The Packers play the Redskins and then the three divisional teams. Very easy. Right on. So, anyways, we'll see you next week. See you guys.